0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, we have three strikes currently going on here in the United States. Of course, the auto workers, the Hollywood writers, as well as the actors. And we, of course, we almost had a couple of other strikes earlier this year. So it makes you wonder what is driving all of this at this moment. And why we hear about it so much more here in the U.S. in comparison to a place like, say, Europe. Whitney Breer is an executive coach and author of the book Leadership Starts With You. By the way, she lives in Germany, so has a good perspective on the differences between what happens here in the U.S. around uh, unionization and the potential strikes and what goes on over uh, in Europe. Whitney, pleasure to have you with us. Thanks for your time today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: (laughs) Thank you. All right. So lay this out for us. What, what have you seen that is so different about what plays out in and around unions in Europe in comparison to what we see here in the U.S.?
1: Well, when I came over to Germany, I've been here for over 20 years. I only planned to stay about a year. I planned, very American, to build my resume, to collect international experience and to go back to the U.S. So when I came over here, I was in shock. I was actually in shock that workers... Here in Germany, I'm working right now in Austria. I work a lot in Switzerland, have a right, a right to 30 days of paid vacation per year. They get up to 30 days of sick leave if they need it. They get full health insurance. And and I said, oh, where are we? (laughs) This is a country. And I was truly in shock. And I was at first um, a little bit I wouldn't say annoyed. I was concerned. I said, you know, what kind of country is this? And now 20 years later, I'm beginning (laughs) – it it didn't take 20 years, but you're beginning to see um, that the European mindset, especially I live in Germany, the same as in Austria and Switzerland, it's a democracy, but the form of government is called a socialized democracy where, yes, Mm -hmm. democracy, we vote and elect, but we vote also for the good of the people, and they take more of a – people-oriented human approach to making decisions about health care, payment, vacation, sick leave, etc.
0: Right, yeah, and obviously you can see that play out in so many different elements of, of living there in Europe, not just uh, the, mm-hmm. the unionization, and it really goes to just kind of the different mindset uh, that uh, plays out here in the U.S. compared with over in Europe.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the mindset here starts with education, and I, I know I've been following a lot about student loans and people going into debt and just trying to get an education. And when I came over here, I was in shock um, because of the universities in Germany, Austria, Switzerland. The, the yearly tuition is a maximum. Please sit down if you're <laughs> – it's $500 a year. For tuition period and um, that's it and the Germans believe as well as many other Europeans you shouldn't have to go into debt to get an education they also offer very many different alternative forms of education vocational trainings dual studies like co oping etc that cost you nothing and they say the higher the cost of education the bigger the gap you're going to have in I guess corporate greed and the bigger the, bigger the gap is going to become between rich and poor. And I think that's one of the things it starts with, is that education is a right, it's not a privilege, and if we don't offer it, we're going to have a problem in society.
0: How frequently do you see uh, disputes between companies and labor uh, over in Europe right now?
1: It's, it's different. Right over here, we have unions, but we also have something called like a workers' council. And companies that have over 70 employees in them are required by all, by all companies to at least offer that possibility to their employees. And a workers' council is an elected set of officials who work in the company. They're employees of the company, and they use part of their time. They step back from their job to help make kind of union decisions, if you will, and they fight for the rights of workers. So they fight throughout the year and up front and actually strikes, as we're seeing now in the U.S., aren't that frequent. They happen very rarely. They happen when these talks break down and the Workers' Council, the union, sees a gap. They see inflation going up. They see corporate executives earning more. Um, They see the profits but they don't see it paying out to the workers, so they threaten with a strike.
0: So is there a a different mindset than at times around what leadership needs to be there in Europe, especially when you're talking about dealing with uh, the people that work at your company in comparison to what we see here in the U.S.?
1: Well, it it is a different approach, and it has a lot to do. We don't have um, employment at will. We have contracts and when you sign up you have most people have at least um if you're going to be fired you have up to um three months of a period of notice to get a new job and to move on it's it's kind of a double-edged sword it's more difficult to fire people it's more difficult to just walk off the job if you're not happy you just can't throw down the (laughs) throw down your badge and walk offside and say i quit you have an obligation in your contract up to three months to give your notice, and that gives employers also a chance to fill the gap.
0: And, and, and yeah. certainly, the, the the issues of what we're going through right now in terms of, you know, economic strife uh, with the I- inflation. It's something that's being felt over there in, in Europe as well. How are companies dealing with that impact uh, right now? And, and you know, because you would wonder whether or not there are concerns. Of, of being able to have a living wage uh, over in Europe like we see here in the U.S.
1: Well, in, well, salaries are going up to match that, maybe not at the speed that inflation is going up, but there's other things and other costs that we don't have here. We don't have, for example, if you go to the doctor, we don't have copayments. You have insurance, it's covered. Right. Your your physical health, your mental health, your teeth, it's covered. You don't have to worry if you get cancer, you have to take out a mortgage on your house to pay for it. So you don't have this burden. You don't have student loans to pay back. You start, I think, at a whole different playing level. So you don't have a lot of these debts and a lot of these costs people have in the U.S. I mean, it's just paralyzing sometimes when I talk yeah. to people and how much – debt they actually start out with when they actually finish a college education. And then all you need is for someone to lose their job and they lose their house or you get sick and you have huge hospital bills that you have to pay. And people are just overwhelmed by it. And if you're not a corporate executive and you're not earning buckoos of money, then people are in dire straits. And I think they're waking up. I smell the coffee. And they're sick of it what i'm reading and i see and i work a lot in the u.s is just people are tired of corporate greed they're tired of the workers at the bottom who actually are doing the work and helping those companies make the profit not collect the wins
0: the challenge i guess at least now here in the u.s would be the mm-hmm. fact that the, the the patterns are so entrenched in kind of the structure yeah. of business and, and, and lifestyle that making these challenges to try and match up somewhat with what goes on in Europe uh, would be quite the task. It would be a massive undertaking to do that at this point. It's a
1: massive. It's a massive undertaking. And I believe that when when I see the news and I even talk to family members, my entire family, everybody's in the U.S., Um, They look over here and they say socialism like it's not socialism people It's caring about the good of the people and and capitalism over here has kind of leaves a bad taste in people's mouths It feels like greed at every every cost at every price I'm going to go for it and if you're the bottom of the totem pole um, you pay you pay a very dear price for it It does mean a complete overhaul. It means rethinking and really re-understanding I mean what are the prices for society when you don't have mental health or physical health when people constantly are in fear of going bankrupt or living in their cars or living in a rv because they can't they've been thrown out of their house and it's just a downward spiral and i think if people were able to step back and see the overall price tag all of that brings it would take a complete overhaul i completely agree in a complete shifted mindset but i think the return on investment is extremely high at the end because we don't have a lot of the issues over here that the u.s is really struggling with
0: right whitney pleasure to meet you good luck with the book and thank you for your insight
1: <laughs> thank you for your time today good luck <laughs>
0: you, you got it Bye-bye. yeah thank you yes exactly right whitney Breer executive coach and author of the book leadership starts with you